morning, good morning, sweet, beautiful Texas and beyond. A little Corey Morrow to get things going for us on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoors show. Brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith, and man, oh man, it is great to be here talking hunting, fishing, the great outdoors, and all that implies with you fine folks today. Thank you so much for being here. I do appreciate it as we've got a full plate today and man i tell you what hunting season is almost here uh, many of us will be sitting in a dove field in less than three weeks and i'll be off to new mexico uh, chasing bull elk with a stick and string in 27 days yes i'm counting down the days heck sometimes i look at the clock and i try to figure out how many hours until i hear that first bugle that will send chills throughout my entire body oh i can't wait Anyway, a quick fishing report here is I went down to Port Aransas for a family vacation, took the wife, kids, brothers, sisters, uh, their girlfriends and wives, their kids, my parents, even some good friends joined us. It was a heck of a good time, but the trout are on fire. They're fat, they're healthy, and let me tell you, they are hitting anything you throw in the water. I ended up catching a, a new personal best and just lucked into it. I mean, it could have been my dad or my buddy. They caught this fish, but he ended up uh, taking my bait. And now, Rustic Reminders Taxidermy is going to be doing a replica for me. Best part about it, though, uh, personally, for me, was taking measurements and then putting that fish back in the water. Uh, so, yeah, we kept our five fish limit apiece, but we put the big girl back to breed another day. Uh, so, anyway, head down to the Texas coast. You will not be disappointed Redfish and flounder also off the hook as we got into them as well. Uh, okay, coming up on today's broadcast, we will kick things off by checking in with our old friend and Dallas Safari Club Executive Director Ben Carter. We'll get his thoughts on the issues surrounding the recent lion hunt in Zimbabwe that has become uh, an international story and really given the entire hunting community a black eye uh, to the point where major airlines like Delta have said that they'll no longer transport the big five African trophies of rhino, elephant, lion, leopard, and Cape Buffalo. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's sad to see a major corporation, billion-dollar corporation, just buckling under a little pressure from anti-hunters. So we'll talk about all that with Ben coming up here momentarily. Uh, then we will check in with Army Bass Anglers founder Cody Robertson. Uh, Cody was out at ICAST in Orlando, Florida a couple weeks ago. That's the annual show where all of the latest and greatest brand new fishing related products are released. And so we'll find out what things he saw that really have him excited and could be game changers for the fishing industry. Of course, we'll also get into the latest from Army Bass Anglers, what they've got going on, and their involvement with Fishing for Freedom, a great event coming up on Lake Belton. Uh, that sole purpose is to give back to our veterans, our true heroes. Uh, so cool stuff there. Uh, then we will check in with Texas Deer Association President Chase Clark. Gosh, we've got so many major things going on in the great outdoors right now. Uh, but the CWD thing is not going away in Texas, and the entire deer breeding industry, a billion-dollar industry, has come to a screeching halt after the positive CWD test out of a Medina County breeding facility. 
how does Chase think Texas Parks and Wildlife have handled this situation? Has their response been quick enough? What does the future hold for the upcoming whitetail season as far as uh, hunting operations are concerned? All that and a whole lot more, plus convention talk as the Texas Deer Association convention is right around the corner as well. So that's coming up here in a little bit. And then we will round out the broadcast with a very special mystery guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I will give you this much, though. They've been on the show quite a few times over the years, and there is never, ever a dull moment when this guy drops in. I tell you what, he is one of the most recognizable figures in the outdoor industry and pop culture, and so we're looking forward to uh, uh, some some crazy stuff coming up here at the bottom of the hour, but I'm going to keep you on your toes, keep you guessing, see if you can't figure it out by the bottom half of the hour. So uh, that's what's on the docket for today. It's going to be a good one. I guarantee you that. I am super excited about today's broadcast. I've got so much to get into, so little time to do it. Uh, let's take care of a couple other things here. Don't forget our August photo of the month contest is rocking and rolling. We've got an all-season smoker that we are giving away to this month's grand prize winner. That's right. All of this beautiful, wonderful natural protein that we harvest in the field, whether that's in the river or in the woods, whatever the case, you got to know how to prepare it. Cooking wild game is, is one of my absolute favorite things about living this outdoor lifestyle. And All Seasons has got a great lineup of smokers, uh, one that I actually use on a regular basis. Uh, that model is the one that we will be giving away to this month's winner. I think it retails for $300. So, uh, Get your outdoor photos sent in. Email them to Lone Star Outdoor Show at gmail.com or post them directly to our Facebook page wall. And then don't forget our 12 monthly winners from this year will square off at the end of 2015 for a chance to join me on our exotic trophy hunt photo of the year grand prize package where we will hunt axis deer or black buck down at Coons Canyon Ranch in the spring of 2016. So a uh, cool Grand prize package, once again, brought to you by Coons Canyon Ranch. Um, before we knock out a break, a real quick giveaway here. Obviously, the Texas Trophy Hunters Association extravaganza season is upon us. We've got the show coming up in Corpus Christi, the first ever Corpus Christi show this weekend. And I've got the uh, TTHA brand new lineup of backstrap seasonings. We'll give away the hickory rub plus two VIP passes to the extravaganza of your choice whether that's Corpus, Fort Worth, or San Antonio, we'll give you two tickets, VIP admission, and we'll give those away to the third person to text in the word trophy. That's trophy to 214-289-7807. Text in the word trophy to 214-289-7807, and we'll get you entered into this morning's giveaway. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break when we come back. It's Dallas Safari Club's Executive Director, Ben Carter, joining us only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoor Show. There's a storm in my rear view and a city on my We got a lot of cowboy boots and belts to match, shirts and jeans. Yeah, we even got hats at the Texas Boot Company. The best place for boots in Texas is the Texas Boot Company in Bastrop. Make plans to attend their Design Your Own Boot Trunk Show and Wild Game Cookout September 11th and 12th. Visit TexasBootCompany.com for details. Highway 71 and Old Austin Highway. 
Cable Smith here for Deerview Windows. As a whitetail hunter, nothing is more frustrating than poor visibility in a deer blind. It can flat ruin a hunt. At Deerview Window Company, they manufacture windows solely for the use in deer stand and deer blinds. All of their windows and doors can be custom made to fit your specific openings. Or you can select from standard sizes, from hinged windows to sliding windows and everything in between. Visit DeerviewWindows.com to determine which style window is best for your deer blind. Plus, you'll get a free quote. Deerview Windows, where visibility matters. Cable Smith here for the beautiful Eagle Shores in Lake Bob Sandlin. Only a few deep water dockable lakefront home sites remain. This is the fastest selling community ever on Lake Bob Sandlin. So come enjoy the no pressure atmosphere when you take a look at these amazing lakefront properties before they sell out. Call 877-9-Lakeside or visit www.eagleshoresTexas.com. Rockwall Gun Club is North Texas' premier shooting facility, offering both indoor and outdoor ranges, including a unique 500-yard rifle range. If shotgunning's your thing, then check out the 18-station clay course. Opening summer 2014, Rockwall Gun Club is offering special introductory family and corporate membership rates for founding members. Located at 15950 State Highway 205, you can also visit rockwallgunclub.com or call 972-215-6902. Rockwall Gun Club, the private shooting experience. At Frost, we could talk to you about our 24-7 online banking. Or we could talk to you about our more than 1,100 ATMs across Texas. We can even talk to you about our mobile banking app that lets you pay bills, transfer funds, and deposit checks from anywhere. But at the end of the day, there's nothing we enjoy more than to just talk to you. Thank you for calling Frost. How may I help you? We're here with the technology and convenience you want and the service you deserve. Frost. Banking. Investments. Insurance. Well, you have been a fighting man You've seen your share of war Living for your Uncle Sam But Sam don't need you anymore And you'd be gone or you'd be leaving You'd be back home again on Christmas you That's the Turnpike Troubadours bringing us back on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoors show brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith, and no matter how you're tuned in this morning, you know, you're listening live to one of our 35 affiliates throughout Texas. Maybe you're streaming live audio from one of their websites, or you're checking out the podcast on iTunes or our website. No matter how you're tuned in, the point is you're here, and I am glad that you are. Because coming up here momentarily, we've got to dive into this whole lion debacle, this black eye for the hunting community that came out of Zimbabwe here going on, man, almost two weeks ago now. Uh, We'll get Dallas Safari Club's executive director, Ben Carter's thoughts on that in just a second. But first, this segment of the show is brought to you by Dallas Safari Club, the worldwide leader in big game conservation to get involved with this great group of like-minded folks passionate about conservation, education, and hunter advocacy. Check us out at Big Game. Org. We'd love to have you. Well, moving right along here, let's go ahead and welcome DSC's executive director back to the program, our old friend, Ben Carter. Thanks for being here. Well, glad to be here. Yes, sir. And I've got to be honest, though, I wish it was under different circumstances because, you know, we've had this, uh, well, unfortunate situation come out of Zimbabwe and big game hunting and trophy hunting specifically has really been under fire. And the internet makes that 
so easy for folks to just say things on a whim without having any repercussions. But there are two things that have really stood out to me that have made this thing so, well, so much of a black eye for the hunting community. Number one, on some level, this lion was well-known. Whether he's truly a you know national celebrity, I have no idea. But he was part of a study. He was collared. And it's probably just bad luck that that's the lion that ended up getting shot. Um, but it is what it is. Number two, poaching charges were filed against the landowner and the PH. That coupled with this uh, hunter's, this American hunter's checkered past as far as his poaching record, uh, I think that really adds up to a firestorm that the antis were just waiting to pounce on. Well, yeah, I don't disagree. I, I, I have to say, I, I happened to actually be in Africa when this story broke, and uh, you know, it it came across on the internet, and and uh, I am not going to really comment one way or the other on the guilt part of it because I don't have any of the facts, and I don't know, and and it's very easy to uh, get on the internet and and do, basically say whatever you want and have no uh, no consequences if that's not correct. But what I will say is that the Dallas Safari Club uh, only supports legal, ethical hunting. And anyone that, that doesn't do that is not going to be a member of ours. And depending upon what action they took, uh, we're going to condemn that and, and, uh, and, and make sure that, that that kind of activity is curtailed. For sure, for sure. And, yeah, you know, Ben, unfortunately we've seen a lot of backlash. Uh, you know, the national media has been slamming us. Uh, and then it comes out that major airlines like Delta, Lufthansa, and even American, which is ridiculous because they don't fly to Africa anyway, uh, but these major airlines have announced that they will no longer transport lion, leopard, rhino, elephant, or Cape Buffalo trophies. So the big five from the dark continent won't be coming back stateside on any airplane uh, from those companies, which, you know, if multi-billion dollar companies are going to back down from a little pressure brought on by anti-hunters. And the sad thing here is that the real losers are the animals because hunting is the only thing that funds their existence. I mean, we're the biggest conservationists on the planet. There is no, you know, proverbial conservation money tree like all the anti-hunters want people to believe. And these African countries depend on these hunting and tourist dollars to help support their meager, meager economies. I mean, they are uh, very poor. No, that's that's true. They need they need uh, tourist dollars in the in most of those countries. The tourist dollars come from hunting. Hunting is what is saving the wildlife in Africa because most countries, Africa is, is the fastest growing population in the, on the planet, uh, probably close to a billion people, and uh, it's still basically third world country uh the only thing that's going to save wildlife is hunting because the poaching is rampant and you know i think most of your listeners already realize the difference between poaching and hunting but illegal hunting is not hunting and uh uh there's pretty stiff consequences for poachers over there but the operators that are over there are the only ones that are that are protecting the wildlife because they have a vested interest they've they've paid a lot of money for the concession that money goes down to the uh, uh, it goes to the local community usually that has that land that allows them to hunt that. The license sales and the trophy fees go back to the wildlife department of that country so that they can manage that. 
uh, and then then the operators do an awful lot of anti-poaching, which which wouldn't occur otherwise. But uh, if you didn't have hunting, as soon as hunting disappears over there, the wildlife's all going to disappear. Uh, it'll be in just small sanctuaries. And the perfect example is Kenya, which back in the early 70s had the most wildlife of any country on the planet. Some anti-hunting groups using the same kind of tactics that they do today, play on people's emotions, show the pictures of cubs and things like that. And now Kenya has 75% less wildlife than they did. Hmm. So big picture, worst case scenario is we could see widespread die-off of all wildlife throughout Africa. And, you know, without the almighty dollar, which, of course, we hunters provide for conservation, there would be no incentive for those governments and for the natives that live in those remote regions of, of some of those countries not to deplete the resources. Well, the, the sad thing is, is uh, the, general, the population in general doesn't, doesn't want to put the economic uh, impact in, in, in the equation with the, with the emotional part of it. And, and you have to. The whole world is based off of economics. And so if something has a value, it will stay there. And if it doesn't, it won't. And in the African bush, if there's not a value on an animal for not killing it to eat, it's going to be dead. And, you, you can, and, and, and there's no regulation on that. And, and as you know, in a place like that, it, the whole population is going to be wiped out pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's protected by the hunting concession who does anti-poaching and regulated hunting with only a certain number of, of allocations for each of the species, that can go on indefinitely. That can go on forever if you if it's well managed. But the reality of the world is is that people are hungry. They're going to uh, poach. They can they can sell uh, they can poach it and sell it for products for other things and and uh, and then it's gone. Yet you do wonder a lot of times what the motivation is. You know, is it really are you really all about the animal or is it really about you just don't want people to hunt? And I think that's what it boils down to an awful lot of times. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that's been alarming to me, like I said, is that multi-billion dollar companies like Delta Airlines are willing to buckle at the slightest bit of pressure from anti-hunting factions. Um, the anti-hunters, while they might not be united, they have picked a good battle here. And uh, and so my question is to you, do you think we, as members of the hunting community, all of us outdoorsmen and women out there, are we united enough to withstand this kind of an assault? Because I have to be honest with you, Ben. I see division in our ranks every day, and it saddens me. I don't disagree with that. I mean, I think that if every person that was involved in the outdoors would stop and think about what kind of message or projection do I want to give people that don't know about what I'm passionate about, how do I want them to see me? And and if people... Th- thought that way a lot more, I think we'd eliminate a lot of our problems because people understand what's going to be distasteful to some people that don't understand anything about hunting. And every time we can we can be conscientious about projecting a really positive image, it's going to be to all of our benefits because you know, we're mostly urban society. A lot of people aren't exposed to the outdoors, and so they're easy to form an opinion based on misinformation. And we've got to be the stewards and the voice of that telling people, no, this is how it works, and this is why we love it, and this is why we do it. And, and, and we have to be on our A behavior all the time. And that's why when an incident like this occurs, 
it gives us all a black eye. And that, we didn't do anything, but one person can make that big of an impact. And in this case, this this incident is making a huge impact. I don't think it will last very long because, as always, I think the truth will come out. And and if that if what looked like it occurred was was an illegal activity and unethical, that person will pay a price for that. The unfortunately, most of the anti-hunting groups spend all their money on advertising and 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 basically promoting their own viewpoint of things, which is normally not accurate at all, but mostly just a lot of stuff that's untrue. Uh, that's unfortunate, but I, I don't think that, you know, they make big splashes, and it's unfortunate when companies like Delta respond to that without any basis for it. You know, why they, and their, their release said that they were not going to allow imp, uh, uh, importing as cargo any trophies, including like uh, Buffalo, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Cape Buffalo in Africa. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like they did any research to even find out what what is uh, what's going on over there. Yeah, uh, well, one of my good friends, Glenn Underwood from Coons Canyon Ranch, um, he actually leaves for South Africa on a Lufthansa flight today. Uh, who knows how or if that will affect him shipping his cargo back. I mean, you can still ship everything by sea, obviously, uh, but... The thing is, is they just try to make it as inconvenient for us as possible. Yep, and that's unfortunate because again, they don't—they aren't helping conservation at all. Mm-hmm. That's that's the very disappointing part. Yeah. Well, Ben, we certainly appreciate your time today and and all that Dallas Safari Club does to promote conservation and big game hunting. And uh, man, it was great seeing you out at the uh, kickoff meeting the other night. Sure. We had a lot of people sign up already to volunteer at the uh, 2016 convention, which will be our biggest and best yet, I'm sure. It should be. We got already got lots of reservations, lots of auction items. Uh, uh, hotel room block sold out the first week, so, <laughs> so we're, in, we're it's looking good. I think we'll have a great show. Excellent. Well, hey Ben, thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk Take to care. You later. All right, there he goes. Dallas Safari Club's Executive Director, Ben Carter. Always great to check in with him. Uh, That segment of the show, by the way, brought to you by Foreverlast. Be sure to check out their full lineup of hunting and fishing products at foreverlast.com. They've got a pretty sweet dove belt. Uh, Also, if you're heading to the coast to do some wade fishing, they've got ray guards. They've got wading belts. They've got pliers. You name it, the whole nine yards. Check it out, foreverlast.com, foreverlast, where we live hunting and fishing. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll change things up, talk some bucket mouths when our longtime friend and founder of Army Bass Anglers, Cody Robertson, stops by only on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Cable Smith here with my good friend Craig Smith, owner of GameGuard Outdoors. And you know, Craig, GameGuard Camouflage has been concealing Texas hunters for over a decade now. And this fall, we're equally as excited about the brand new and revolutionary Gulf Coast Cooler, uh, the first modular cooler system ever to hit the market. Yeah, Cable, we're excited about it. It truly is a modular system. And now a guy doesn't have to have three or four different coolers. He can have one cooler that he can attach another one to it. We have wheel wheel attachments that snap onto the cooler to get it to and from the boat. and with A lot more attachments to follow this season. Well, we're certainly looking forward to using ours in the field this fall. And 
Cable, we want to we want to thank our customers again. This is our 11th season, and and uh, things just keep getting better, and we appreciate every one of them. Well, we appreciate you, Craig. And for more information, y'all visit GulfCoastCooler.com. Hi, I'm Craig Boddington. I'd like to invite you to become a member of Dallas Safari Club, one of the world's leading hunting and conservation organizations. As a member, you'll receive Game Trails magazine, a monthly newsletter, and invitations to our monthly meetings and special activities. Join Dallas Safari Club, an international organization based in Dallas, supporting hunting and conservation worldwide. For more information, call 800-9-GO-HUNT or visit our website at www.biggame.org. BioBore EV is the premier gasoline additive that combats the negative effects ethanol has on an engine. Its comprehensive formula is designed to protect marine engines and marine environments, yet also works great in all two- and four-stroke engines. It prevents phase separation and ethanol-related engine problems while stabilizing fuel for 18 months. BioBore's detergents also clean the entire fuel system of carbon and varnishes. BioBore EB has the best treat rate in the industry. One ounce treats an amazing 15 gallons of gas. Available at your local sporting goods store or visit BioBore.com today. Howdy folks, I'm Lee Hoffbear for Hoffbear's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. I hope you're enjoying the Lone Star Outdoor Show. We've been a title sponsor for a number of years now, and we're proud to be a part of it. I'd also like to thank you for making Hoffbear's once again the number one Polaris dealer in Texas. Please keep buying your Polaris products from us. Send us your friends, your neighbors, all your hunting buddies, and I promise we'll keep giving the best deals on a brand new Polaris in all of Texas. Whether you're looking for a Polaris for work or play, whether you need a regular Ranger or maybe a Ranger Crew, an RZR, they've got an all-new Ace that you need to come test drive. We've also got four-wheelers from a youth model all the way up to the all-new Sportsman 1000. For your Polaris headquarters, Hoff Powers Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas is who you need to see all or get on the web and contact today. You can check us out at hpolaris.com. That's H's in Hoff Power, polaris.com. Or you can come see us at Highway 84 West in Gulfway, Texas. And folks, Hoff Powers has been in Central Texas for over 50 years now, and we couldn't have stuck around this long if we were steering you wrong. Hey folks, this is Zane Williams. Thank you for listening to the Lone Star Outdoors show. You're listening to my friend Cable Smith. Keep it tuned in. I'm not happy till I know that she is. I'm not home until I go where she is. And how I'm so fine. She is. That's the latest there from our good friend and hunting buddy Zane Williams bringing us back on DSC's Lone Star Outdoors show brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. Cable Smith riding shotgun with you on a lovely weekend, albeit a hot as Hades kind of weekend here as we are truly in the dog days of summer. But uh, coming up here momentarily, we're going to talk some largemouth bass with our longtime friend, and Army Bass Anglers founder Cody Robertson. But first, uh, this segment of the show is brought to you by Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. And the best way to celebrate tight lines and full stringers this summer is with an ice-cold Lone Star Beer. Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. Well, uh, let's go ahead and talk some bucket mouths here with retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel Cody Robertson, who checks in with us every quarter and we'll find out what the big girls are biting, as well as uh, some of the latest products in the fishing industry that were unveiled at ICAST last month. Uh, Cody, thanks for being here, brother. Always great to touch base with you. Hey, thanks, Cable. Glad to be back. First thing I want to know is uh, how was ICAST? Uh, you know, I was able to go last year 
uh, due to, to the little ones running around keeping me and the wife busy, I wasn't able to make it out to Orlando this year. But, I mean, it's the fishing show of all fishing shows. And uh, you fill us in, I guess, on, on how it was and, and maybe some of the, the new products that you're excited about. Yeah, no, uh, they, they really pulled out all the stops this year. They had they actually had a golf tournament this year, and they had uh, Easton Corbin come in and put on a concert. And so ICAST is really stepping it up a notch, and so it definitely is the, I guess, conference for the fishing industry of all conferences. And so we had a great time. I, I mean, literally, if it's not open to the local, you know, public uh, it's for retail vendors, et cetera, but it is the opportunity to go in and see the new product lines that are coming out, the new technology, uh, and some of the really cool things that we saw this year is Livingston Lures is coming out with more smart baits, uh, and in this case, they're introducing a new swim bait that has uh, technology linked rec- directly to the app on your phone, so you can now pick multiple bait sounds, you can feed that information to the smart bait and then change it as you need to change it. I mean, it's got a ton of features. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's ridiculous where we're going in the industry with the ability to attract the the bigger fish uh, and bring them closer to our baits and give us a better chance for a hookup ratio. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, that was just mind-blowing technology that Livingston Lures is working on and uh, it's going to be hitting the mark the the market here. I believe January the fifteenth is what I recall, and so you can check out more information on their website. But out, out of all the products that I saw, that was probably the coolest thing that I saw. I mean, because it's just, just overflowing with technology right there on your boat with your cell phone. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And in in the the even the cooler part is is you can. Once you tie on all your baits, you can the phone will detect which baits are currently tied on. And so the baits can be inside your rod locker, and then the baits can be up on the deck. And so the ones that are on the deck, you just pick which ones, and then you pick which sounds. And, I mean, it's it's mind-blowing technology. I mean, literally, once you get, like, a little class on it, the ability and capability that you have out on the water is exponential. Let me ask you this. Uh, this that sounds amazing for the average guy like myself or you know our listeners out there. But because this technology is so advanced, do you think that tournaments like uh, the Elite Series and the FLW Tour will allow that type of lure to be used in competition? I think uh, I think they will. Uh, to be honest with you, only because uh, it's. I think they will for the sheer fact that it's not. It's not real. You know what I'm saying? Usually when they outlaw something, it's because it is so real or it is as close. You know, you're getting into that whole live bait topic. Mm -hmm. And in this case, everybody in the industry is trying to make the baits as real as possible. And so I think it's a good thing for the industry because it's just going to get more people excited, uh, especially that tech-savvy crowd, the younger generation. I think that's why they won't outlaw it, I guess is what I'm trying to say is is whatever we can do in the industry to bring the tech, uh, this generation that's all into games and phones and stuff like that, bring them over into the outdoor side of the house to get excited about something and get back outdoors and fish, I think 
whatever it is, they're gonna they're gonna embrace it with open arms. Uh huh. Yeah, that makes. I mean, that makes sense because we need those. I mean, think those about kiddos how else are we gonna their, connect with them? I mean, they've all got callous thumbs, but it's from you know playing Madden, not from being in the, yeah, in the so outdoors. Why not callous their thumbs up by picking out different bait sounds for their baits and then trying to catch a share lunker? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's I, the. I mean, let's really break it down. I mean, we're trying to reach a younger generation, and the only way we're going to reach them is by, you know, that old adage they say, do as the Romans do. Well, and in this case, all these kids are into techie-type stuff. We've got to figure out ways to get them excited about old-school days of fishing. Well, we've got to find a bridge, and I think Livingston Lures has really just kind of tapped on something here to bring that generation into fishing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think it's cool. I mean, it was literally mind blowing, and I do think that you know the, those kids are going to pick up this technology re- relatively quick. I mean, it's going to be a no brainer for them. Yeah, uh, it's the older generation that's going to go. Mm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to like it. Yeah, you know, they may like it after they try it, but they're going to be your your resistance. Mm-hmm. But the younger kids are going to be like, dude, this is so easy, this is so cool, and what's going to happen? They're going to catch a fish on one of these smart baits, they're going to plaster it all over Facebook, and next thing you know, 50 other kids are going, oh, that's cool. I think that's what they've tapped into. Yeah. Yeah. And it was mind-blowing to sit there and play with this thing, and then it's got beads that you can, obviously you can control the depth at which the, the bait is falling. Uh, or how high you want it up in the water column. I mean, it was some really cool technology. And then the other thing we saw was uh, Finn's braided line has come out with a new super mono filament, which is going to allow the baits to drop even further down in the water column. So now that's going to be a game changer because everything that you're used to diving, let's say, you know, a, a DD-22 or whatever, well, now it's going to truly reach its 22 depth or it may even go deeper because you have less resistance from the weight of the line ability to take it down deeper. Hmm. Fascinating. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there was, that's what I, that's what I love about ICAST is everybody's trying to come up with something completely new, innovative, game changing, and guess who gets to see it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do. I, I mean, how much? It's like going to the, you know a toy factory as a kid, except I'm 46. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That was, <laughs> and go look at this new toy. Nobody's touched it. Nobody's played with it. You get to play with it first. Remember yeah. those days when you're at Christmas? You open up the. You get to play with the new toy first before your brothers and sisters. Well, I'm gonna call Livingston here maybe this <laughs> afternoon and see if I can uh, get get myself a new toy to play with. So. Exactly. I'm uh, sure you can. Yeah. I call Robert and say. Hey man, I need to hook up. Yep, <laughs> I yep. gotta get smart on the smart baits. Well, they've been good to us in the past, always, you know, giving us baits to not only for us to use, but to give away as well to our listeners. So, uh, great company there. Texas well, there you go. I so. definitely hit them up, and your listeners could definitely benefit from this. That's for dang sure. Yeah. Well, um, well, cool. So, iCast was awesome. Uh, let's talk about some other stuff that you've got going on. Uh, I know y'all are gonna be pretty heavily involved with the uh, Mayak Owners Tournament going down on the Texas coast uh, this weekend. Uh, yeah, coming up, uh, we got the Mayak Owners Tournament. Uh, we've partnered with them on the BioBoard side of the house. Uh, they're going to be offering uh, $500 as part of the event on top of all the prize money that Mayak's given away uh, at their Owners Tournament as part of their appreciation for all of their owners. And BioBoard will be there and 
uh, full force, and then uh, myself and Chuck Guthrie and several of the other guys will be over at the Oil Man's Helping Hands event, helping them raise money for their charity, and then, of course, for a Soldier's Child Foundation. So we are going to have our hands full this, this weekend, and uh, we're going to be busy. That's for dang sure. <laughs> yep. Well, some things never change. So, um, okay. And then uh, also Force on Force, uh, filming for that is, uh, I believe, going to start back up here pretty quickly. Yep, yep, we're, we're headed back. I'm not going to tell everybody the lake because that usually uh, causes a <laughs> problem. <laughs> People want to watch and they would try to get on camera, but we're headed back uh, to, I'll say, East Texas, and uh, we're going to film Force on Force Season 5. Can you believe it? It's been five years. Is it a show. slot lake? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not answering those we'll questions. We'll see everyone at Lake Fork. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, yeah, five years, can you believe it? Oh, it's incredible. It's been a, and, uh, a great run, and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. No, and we've got a whole new cast of service members. Uh, we've got uh, a whole new cast of children from a Soldier's Child Foundation coming out to participate. And uh, we expect it to be another great event, and uh, sponsors have all jumped on board again. And uh, we think it's going to be really exciting and fun. The best part's the kids. You know, at the end of the day, uh, a lot of people don't see it on camera. It's what happens behind the camera uh, that is probably the most rewarding is because we have a private concert set up for them. Uh, Madonna Nash from Country Music Television is going to come in and uh, put on a private concert for the kids around a big old campfire. And then, of course, the anglers get to spend an entire weekend with these kids that are missing a parent. So there's this huge bond and connection that gets formed and a, a mentorship type relationship to fill the void of that parent and it is just like I said you can't capture all that in a 20 you know a 30 minute television show but that's mm -hmm. what's happening behind the scenes and we do our best to bring it to the public on television along with some fish catches and a lot of fun but it's a great event and it's literally just around the corner we'll be filming here in about three and a half weeks Wow, so right around the corner, and that's what's going on on the television side of things. Uh, Force on Force, of course, airs on the World Fishing Network. Well, last but certainly not least, Cody, uh, let's talk fishing for freedom. We've got a great event. It's right around the corner, and it's taking place on Lake Belton. Fishing for Freedom at Belton is just around the corner, so get online, check the dates, make your hotel reservations because it usually fills up pretty daggum quick, about 400-plus boats. Mark your calendars. A lot well, of stuff going on. Let me on. ask you this. Um, do we still need volunteer, you know, people to volunteer their boats and, and drive for the tournament? Yes. Uh, for the tournament, for Fishing for Freedom. On Belton? Yes. You can't ever, they can never have enough boats. Uh -huh. uh, typically, the anglers from Fort Hood tend to, uh, they almost always have more anglers than they have boaters. So go in, volunteer your time, and take a soldier fishing and have a great time at Belton and uh, get it on your calendar quick and get it, make all your reservations. Awesome. Well, I encourage folks to get involved. It's a great thing uh, that you guys are a part of, really giving back to our veterans. And if folks want more information on that or anything else having to do with Army Bass Anglers, they can find it at armybassanglers.com, including the airtimes for Force on Force. That's right. Thanks, Cable. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. All right. There he goes, our good friend and Army Bass Anglers founder and CEO, 
Cody Robertson. And, man, we didn't even really talk about what the fish are biting. I apologize for that. But uh, some other important stuff, new technology, some baits that might revolutionize the fishing industry, get uh, that younger generation involved in, in the sport that we all love. And then, of course, uh, fishing for freedom, uh, also very important that we get that message out there as well. And giving back to our veterans is of the utmost importance. So, anyway, um, that segment was proudly brought to you by Sendero Seed Company, Texas premier seed company offering anything and everything you need to keep a happy and healthy whitetail herd, including the Dr. Deer-backed buck forage oats. Check them out at SenderoSeed.com or call Rob Hughes at one 610 seed today All right, coming up next, it's Texas Deer Association President Chase Clark. We've got a mess of stuff to get into, including the CWD issue going on right now, how it has shut down a billion-dollar industry here in the Lone Star State. All that plus convention talk coming up only on DSC's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Now all my rabbit friends are coming undone. The three rounds in and they buy me one. I said, hey, thanks, fellas, but I gotta act right. I'm gonna dance with that girl tonight. If you love hunting in the outdoors, then attend the Texas Deer Association's 17th Annual Convention happening this August 13th through the 15th at the JW Marriott Hill Country Resort and Spa in San Antonio. Visit with over 200 exhibitors and stay for the educational seminars presented by industry experts as well as antler contest, photo contest, educational youth activities, family hunter safety certification, chili cook-off, golf tournament, casino night, and a whole lot more. And don't forget the best deer auctions in Texas, the Superior Genetics Deer Auction on August 14th and the Select Sale on August 15th, featuring the finest white-tailed deer genetics from all over the Lone Star State. This event is open to the public and takes place again at the JW Marriott Hill Country Resort in San Antonio, August 13th through the 15th. For more information, log on to TexasDeerAssociation.com or call TDA at 210-767-8300. That's TexasDeerAssociation.com, 210-767-8300. Do you have a hog problem at your ranch or deer lease? We have the solution. The System Hog Trap comes in two sizes, 17-foot and 30-foot diameter traps. After you trap the hogs, take the top section off the trap and use it for another feeder site to keep the hogs away from the feeder. The System is both a trap and a deer food plot fence. That way you don't waste your money on just a hog trap. Call 940-391-3669 or visit www.goinfencing.com. That's goinfencing.com. Hi, Brett Jepson here with Three Curl Lease Connection. I'd like to invite you to come enjoy some of Texas' best dove hunting just minutes outside of Dallas. We have many private dove leases available for this upcoming season, including milo, wheat, sunflower, and cornfields. Leases come in different sizes and prices, so we can fit anyone's budget. We have the lease that's perfect for you and your group. We don't overcrowd multiple groups into one property, and you'll have the first pick at renewing your lease for years to come. Please visit us at threecurl.com and click on leases for your property listings. That's T-H-R-E-E-C-U-R-L.com. Hey, North Texas sports fans, this is Brian Spagnola, General Manager of Texas Motor Cars in Addison. My family's been in the car business for over 50 years, and I want to show you the difference in buying from a family-owned and operated business. TexasMotorCars.com is an awesome website that lets you do virtually all of your shopping online. We have a professional photographer that takes amazing photos, and we give you all the information that you'll need up front. 
You can even find out how much we will give you for your trade-in before you ever come in. I take pride in the fact you can come in, choose a car, and be out in less than an hour. We have financing rates starting at 1.79% on pre-owned vehicles and can help almost anybody. Please do yourself a favor. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle of any kind, give us a shot. Let me show you how easy buying a vehicle should be. Visit TexasMotorCars.com or come visit our 20,000-square-foot indoor showroom in Addison. Again, visit TexasMotorCars.com or call us at 1-888-9-TX-MOTORS. We were high on Tulsa heat And lost in a lonesome sound We got wrecked on love in the heavens above Now we're back on broken ground That's a jam right there, high on Tulsa heat The name of that one from John Moreland Bringing us back on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show Hope everyone's having a great weekend I'm Cable Smith, thrilled to be here with you I do appreciate you tuning in as we are about to get into some whitetail discussion, uh, specifically the CWD issue that has shut down the Texas deer breeding industry completely and is affecting uh, lots of hunting outfits out there as well. But before we get into that, uh, this segment of the show proudly brought to you by Hercules Hunting Blinds, Texas-owned and Texas-made. Hercules offers a blind to fit every budget, but let me tell you, uh, I've got one on my whitetail lease. That thing is awesome. It's got carpet, cup holders. My favorite thing, though, are the windows. It's got windows for both rifle and bow hunting, since I love to do both. A perfect fit for me, plus it's roomy. And you can find their entire lineup of blinds at HerculesHuntingBlinds.com. All right. Well, moving right along here, let's bring on our next guest, it's my pleasure to welcome Texas Deer Association President Chase Clark back to the program. Cable, I'm glad to be on with you. Nice to hear from you. Well, it is our pleasure, our pleasure, Chase. And I know things have been crazy for you. The entire whitetail industry here in Texas has been turned upside down after one positive CWD test that came from a breeding facility in Medina County. And I have no idea how many meetings you've been to, how many phone calls, texts, and, and emails you've returned here lately, but I'm sure it has been uh, too many to count, my friend. Honestly, Cable, I don't, I don't know if I can give you that number. Uh, <laughs> I don't have that many fingers and toes. Listen, I, it's, been, it's been absolutely crazy. Uh, we have done our best to keep our, our membership uh, updated and, and represented uh, with the state agencies, and we are awaiting... Uh, their model to come back so that we can find out what is going to happen with the Texas deer industry going forward. It's been a pretty frustrating five weeks waiting on uh, uh, some sort of plan to come forward, and we're hoping that that plan will be uh, presented to us this week. Hmm. Okay, wow, yeah. Yeah, it has been five weeks now. Absolutely uh, crazy. This is, you know, we've covered the topic in in depth, um, we got Texas Parks and Wildlife's uh, take on it with uh, Steve Lightfoot, and we had Dr. Joe Abels, a, a uh, you know very well-respected veterinarian and member of uh, TDA, and uh, and now the latest update from you today. And and, and you said um, you guys have been trying to keep your members informed, and and I've been getting press releases 
just about every day, sometimes multiple press releases. So there's always new information because this thing is, uh, you know, it continues to evolve as we move forward. No doubt. Yes, sir. Every, every day is a little different. We are, are continuing, like I said, to work with those agencies and try to get that information out to our members as quick as we can. But, um, you know, some days are, are uh, better than others as far as is getting some sort of information from those agencies' cable. Mm-hmm. And in your opinion, how has Texas Parks and Wildlife and the uh, Texas Animal Health Commission handled this situation so far? Because a lot of folks say, we knew this day was coming. I, I think the, the overwhelming consensus of, of our membership uh, would tell you that they're very frustrated with the lack of urgency uh, the lack of movement that the agencies have taken. I think, honestly, that part of the problem is that you do have two different groups of, of people capable. You've got two different risk assessments. You've got two different directives between the wildlife and the veterinarians. We have found uh, Texas Animal Health Commission to be very willing to work with us and, and recognize that uh, there is certainly risk associated with certain animals and certain herds. We recognize that as well. And uh, beyond that, I think they'd like to get us back in business. And uh, I'm not sure that uh, Parks Parks and Wildlife shares that same view. I think their risk assessment, their risk tolerance is much, much lower. Well, and and that's kind of the the deal. We've talked about CWD over the years, but Really, in Texas, it, it hasn't been an issue. We've obviously got EHD, and you know, whether it's been Dr. Deer or or, uh, or Dr. Abel's in the past, you know, when he came up with a cure for uh, EHD, that's really been the one that has people, you know, usually more concerned because it is fatal. I mean, and that can wipe out a herd in, in days. Uh, we've seen it in the Midwest. We've seen it in certain parts of Texas. Uh, so that, that, that disease is fatal. And CWD, as I understand, though, and, and Dr. Abels was, you know, helped educate us on this, is there's not as much known about it, but a lot of times deer die of old age before CWD actually kills them. Uh, and also, we don't know how contagious it is, unlike EHD, which is highly contagious. Well, I'll tell you, the, the, the fact of the matter is, Cable, that I believe that many, many more deer in the nation, especially in Texas, have died from CWD testing than CWD. Um, you know, right now we've had one positive animal in the index herd, and they've gone back and done some initial sampling in that index herd, which might indicate uh, two more positives, is my understanding. But outside of that, there's been literally about a hundred tests just associated with this particular epidemiological study. And, and almost all of those have, uh, well, I'm not going to say almost all have been completed. But those that have been completed have all come back not detected. So you've got folks, good country, rural, basically farmers, that are all, all around the state of Texas that are having to euthanize these animals and they come back not detected. And it sure seems like a waste. It really seems like a waste to, to have to euthanize these animals for no reason. And, and that's why we're... we're really pressing forward with the, the new technologies uh, of live animal testing. That's really what we need to get to, Cable. Mm-hmm. That should become the standard, um, no doubt about it. I think there are probably some politics involved 
with uh, those live animal tests not not seeing the light of day with the USDA. I think it would uh, it would behoove everyone who cares about the resource, everyone who really cares about deer. I don't see how they could uh, look the other way uh, and and say that live animal tests shouldn't be the way to go in these kinds of situations. They've been proven in some cases to be as accurate as 97% with the tonsil biopsy. It's really disappointing that uh, we're having to euthanize all these wonderful genetics, all these wonderful animals, um, simply for the purpose of, of satisfying a, a, a USDA, quote-unquote, gold standard, which is a post-mortem test. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, Chase, let me ask you a difficult question. As basically the spokesperson for the whitetail deer breeding industry in Texas, do you feel blindsided at all by Texas Parks and Wildlife? I mean, y'all have tried to stay in compliance with all these regulations, all the testing, all these guidelines that the agency has put in place on you, and then here comes a positive test. And, And just let me play devil's advocate here, but are there members of Texas Parks and Wildlife or the agency as a whole, for that matter, that you think we're glad that this positive test occurred because it means that they could squeeze you guys and tighten the reins on the industry even a little bit more? I wouldn't label them as such. I I, uh, I found them to be concerned. Mm-hmm. I found them to be uh, worried about the resource, but um, I'm certain there are elements amongst uh, amongst that agency and folks across the state of Texas that certainly do have an agenda against uh, the Texas deer industry, but uh, I'm not going to lay that on the feet of, of Texas Parks and Wildlife at this point. Now, mm-hmm. let, let me say this, Cable. If, if the veterinarians, the experts, the lead investigators in this case, if they step forward with recommendations and say this is what needs to happen and Parks and Wildlife ignores those orders, or oversteps those orders with some additional rules or, or regulations, I think then you really got to look at it as, as the potential of a, of a political uh, situation rather than a scientific discovery. And, and that's, that's, that's what we're all really kind of scared of at this point, Kate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I'm glad to hear you say that you don't think that is the case as far as them being happy about it, uh, because... You know, we have a Texas Parks and Wildlife official on just about every week, it seems like, uh, whether it's, you know, uh, our whitetail program leader or, you know, biologist who who deals with Guadalupe bass or, or whatever. And they've always been great to work with. Uh, let me ask you this. As far as the deer that you mentioned were having to be euthanized, uh, what has the, the reach of that mandate been? I mean, who's had to euthanize based on... Um, their, you know, interaction with that one specific ranch. Yeah, well, that, that's the that's part of the problem. Cable is on a, on a five year trace back of this particular herd, the deer that came into that facility and the deer that that went out of that facility is a pretty staggering number. It's a it's a, a very active facility. So I, I believe you've got about 140 some odd facilities that have received deer from. Uh, from that index herd over the, the course of the past five years. And, um, you know, those folks are, are left with a, a really tough decision. If those uh, exposed animals, an animal that comes out of the index herd, are, are still in their uh, breeding facility, they've got to make the decision whether 
you know, they want to euthanize that animal or if they want to try to negotiate something else for a, a long-term testing or long-term quarantine with Texas Animal Health Commission to try to save those animals. You know, most folks in this business, uh, cable, like I said, they're good rural people. They depend on this as their way of life. They depend on this to pay their bills, to support their family, and, and they can't they can't sign on to a five-year quarantine. So these folks aren't, aren't really left with a good choice. They're having to euthanize these animals to meet meet the standards mm-hmm. and, and get themselves in a position to get back in business so that Animal Health Commission can release the hold order on them. But once again, if if Animal Health Commission, if Parson Wildlife would, would uh, recognize a live animal test, then we wouldn't have to be killing all these deer unnecessarily. It's mm. just a real shame. And I just don't have it in front of me. You probably know, though. How many millions of dollars is the white-tailed deer breeding industry responsible for as far as um, commerce here in Texas annually? Well, it's approaching $1 billion a year in the Texas economy cable. So, you know, I think the numbers that they often use in, in Texas for, for hunting economies is, is about $3 billion per year. So we represent a, a very substantial percentage of that overall number. So oh, sure. yeah. um, it's, it's, it's important. It's important, important to all facets of, of the Texas economy, not just the, 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 the ranchers themselves, but the feed company, the employees. The, the local folks that depend on the, the, the restaurants, the, the, the feed stores, et cetera, that depend on these folks to do business with them. So there's a substantial uh, potential for a great amount of financial loss if we can't get these people back in business. And by in business, uh, we're talking about everybody. I mean, not just folks who had direct relationships with the uh, positive test facility, I mean, we're talking about a statewide kibosh on the transporting or releasing of does and bucks. And, of course, we've got hunting season coming up. Hunts have been sold. And right now it's probably a little too hot to release those deer. But you know what? It's coming up really quickly. Parks and Wildlife put a blanket over everybody and has the entire industry shut down um, for, for what? For what scientific reason? Not, mm-hmm. not because of a scientific reason, because of a fear. Um, and and I, I just think they ought to be listened to the experts is what I, I really feel like, Cable. The, the Animal Health Commission folks deal with animal diseases every day all across the state of Texas, and, and they, should be, uh, they should be the ones setting the rules here. The only folks that are movement qualified are th- at this point are about uh, 30, uh, 30 to 40 herds, which had certified herd status with Texas Animal Health Commission, those are the only herds that have been released out of about 1,300. It's a little more mm. than 1,300 total herds. Wow. So you've got you've got 1,250 herds out there. All the owners, all the ranches, all the employees, all those. You want to talk about a spider effect? We're not talking about the spider effect of CWD. We're talking about the spider effect of, of keeping people out of business. I guess that leads to the the next question: is we've got a convention coming up here in just a couple of, uh, well, just a week away now. And that is usually the highlight of a lot of people's summers. Um, got a great auction. There's really something there for everybody as far as if you're passionate about white-tailed deer, there's something there for you. And I believe, I can't remember what year this is now. I've been doing this for so long. But uh, is everything, you know, 
going to come off without a hitch there or, you know, have changes had to have been made? Uh, maybe give us an update on the status of the convention. Sure. You know, one of the amazing things about our membership is in times of, of trial and in difficult times, they come together. And uh, from everything I've heard and everything I've seen, the convention is, is going to be bigger and better than ever. Uh, it's really galvanized our membership, uh, supporting each other, supporting the industry. And I feel like we're going to have a fantastic show, and I invite everybody to be there. Um, we're really hoping for, for something uh, positive to come out of the meetings this week between Animal Health Commission and Parks and Wildlife that will provide some certainty for the industry going forward. And I think that'll only enhance uh, the best convention we've ever had. Excellent. Well, yeah, and the convention is taking place uh, next weekend, August 13th through the 15th at the J.W. Marriott Hill Country Resort right there in San Antonio. Uh, man, Chase, we appreciate all that you guys do. Thanks for being so proactive and for the daily press releases. It's great for us to be able to keep tabs on exactly what is going on as new information is put out there. So we appreciate that as well. Our pleasure. We'll keep doing our best. And, and uh, we'll ask everybody to, to ask their, their state representatives, their state senators, um, call the folks at the agency, help get the deer industry back in business. Hey, thanks again, Chase. Thank you, Cable. Have a good day. There he goes, Texas Deer Association President Chase Clark. Uh, definitely do appreciate him dropping by today. That segment, by the way, proudly brought to you by STI Guns and Rudy's Barbecue, where you can stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, including the newest Rudy's in front of the Cabela's in Allen, Texas. Rudy's True Texas-style barbecue. Let's knock out a quick break. When we come back, we'll introduce today's mystery guest. Uh, you're, you're all going to know who he is. He's one of the outdoor industry's larger-than-life personalities. It's always a treat when he drops by, and he's going to make time for us today. So I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I'll be lucky if I get a word in once I introduce him because he loves to talk. <laughs> so stay tuned because we've got a ton to get into coming up here on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Cable Smith here for the beautiful Eagle Shores in Lake Bob Sandlin. Only a few deep water dockable lakefront home sites remain. This is the fastest selling community ever on Lake Bob Sandlin. So come enjoy the no pressure atmosphere when you take a look at these amazing lakefront properties before they sell out. Call 877-9-LAKESIDE or visit www.eagleshoresTexas.com. LSC Trailer Sales offers a full line of utility trailers from small single axle trailers to heavy equipment trailers, ATV trailers, car haulers, landscape trailers, cargo trailers, truck beds, and more. They can special order a custom trailer to fit your needs and have the ability to customize standard models in-house. LSC Trailer Sales is here to assist you with any questions that you have about trailers. Call 940-566-1133 or visit lsctrailersales.com. That's lsctrailersales.com. 
Are you looking for the perfect place to send your hunting buddy? To check out Tioga Retrievers. With over 20 years experience, Angie and Tim Becker can provide you with a field champion or a well-rounded hunting companion. Tioga Retrievers takes pride in catering to the needs of each owner and their dog. Conveniently located 45 miles north of DFW in Aubrey, Texas, Tioga Retrievers also offers day training and boarding. Call 940-440-0018 or visit them online at www.tiogaretrievers.com. That's T-I-O-G-A retrievers.com. Hi, Brett Jepson here with Three Curl Lease Connection. I'd like to invite you to come enjoy some of Texas' best dove hunting just minutes outside of Dallas. We have many private dove leases available for this upcoming season, including milo, wheat, sunflower, and cornfields. Leases come in different sizes and prices, so we can fit anyone's budget. We have the lease that's perfect for you and your group. We don't overcrowd multiple groups into one property, and you'll have the first pick at renewing your lease for years to come. Please visit us at threecurl.com and click on leases for your property listings. That's T-H-R-E-E-C-U-R-L.com. Hey y'all, Chris Letzinger, online sales manager at Cinnamon Creek Ranch here, reminding you we're not your typical archery club. We're a -a one-of-a-kind archery facility with indoor and outdoor ranges, full pro shop, and six different 3D courses. Cinnamon Creek was designed by hunters for hunters. Located in Roanoke, Texas, we have over 200 3D targets to hone your archery skills. Call 817-439-8998 or visit us at cinnamoncreekranch.com to visit our new online store. That's cinnamoncreekranch.com. If you're in the market for a compact track loader, then check out the Bobcat Advantage, where Bobcat track loaders squared off against other brands in a variety of tests and challenges. Whether you're looking for performance advantages, uptime protection, or quality design, Bobcat compact track loaders are the best-built machines in the industry. But don't take our word for it. Watch the videos at BobcatAdvantage.com or see Bobcat machines in person at Bobcat of Dallas-Lewisville, Bobcat of Fort Worth, and Bobcat of Longview. Visit BobcatofDallas.com or call 469-586-0000 today. There's Uncle Ted absolutely shredding it on Spirit of the Wild, bringing us back here on Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show, brought to you by Lone Star Beer and Ha, Power Polaris. I'm your host, Cable Smith, and I've been telling y'all all morning that we've got a very special mystery guest lined up today. Uh, he's set to join us here momentarily, but first, this segment of the show proudly brought to you by Pulsar Night Vision and Thermal Imaging. Check out the DigiSight N750 Digital Night Vision Rifle Scope. I've got one of these bad boys, and let me tell you, it is death on feral hogs. And if you're into predator hunting, uh, you can't go wrong with it there as far as calling in coyotes and bobcats under the cover of darkness. You can see everything, but they can't see you. Um, anyway, check it out. PulsarNV.com. Well, without further delay, let's go ahead and bring him on right now. He's an old friend of the show, one of our uh, actually one of our first guests that we ever booked back when we started this show and we're only on one station <laughs> with a handful of listeners. Uh, we appreciate all of you who've stuck with us these past almost six years now. Uh, likewise, we appreciate every time he drops by, which he does uh, semi-regularly. So it is my pleasure 
to welcome back everybody's favorite uncle, the Motor City Madman, the Backstrap Assassin, the Nuge. Uncle Ted, thanks for dropping in, man. Back at you, Cable. Happy barbecue summertime. May the backstraps flow like manna from heaven. You know it. And how has that mystical flight of the arrow been treating you this summer? Well, you might notice that at the tender age of 67 years clean and sober, I am intoxicated on the mystical flight of the arrow. <laughs> I shot about 100 arrows this morning, and I'm telling you, for a little boy growing up on the Rouge River in Detroit, Michigan, back in 1948, 1949, I get more excited shooting my boat today than I ever have. I had the greatest hunting season of my life last year, and I just know this year is going to be better. I'm on the food plots, and I'm on the trail cams constantly, and uh, there's a lot of critters that need Uncle Ted to bring them into family-sized portions <laughs> right now, so I'm pretty darn excited. Excellent. And, Ted, what specific trips do you have lined up for this fall that you're looking forward to, or is it mostly going to be whitetail here in Texas and back home in Michigan? Well, Cable, you know, I've been so lucky. Uh, my mom and dad raised me to aim small, miss small, and to be the best that I can be, and I actually paid attention. That's, that's pretty good for the Motor City Madman. So <laughs> I have traveled so much. I did my 6,515th concert in Phoenix, Arizona this year, and I've taken the summer off to teach my grandkids how to hunt and fish and scale and fillet and barbecue and as a good grandfather should. So because of all my lifetime of rock and roll traveling, come the hunting season, I just love being home. I just have a beautiful piece of wildlife paradise on our home in Texas. And in the swamps of Michigan, we have our old Nugent family sacred hunting grounds. So I stick pretty close to home, and I get after the turkey and the deer and the varmints and the hogs and the quail and the doves and the woodcock and the grouse and the pheasants and the squirrels and the rabbits. And uh, I, I really try to stay home as much as I can. But I will be going to Colorado after some big elk with my Primos blood brothers. And I'm going to open up the Ontario bear season up here, coming up real soon here, now in August. And then I've actually got a bear tag for the the first ever Central Florida bear season. So oh, wow. uh, luckily I got a couple of buddies with nice airplanes, so <laughs> I'm able to maneuver a little bit while I stay home uh, most of the time. But I also book a lot of hunts to raise money for military charities and for special needs kids. And at our Sunrise Acres in Michigan and Spirit Wild Ranch in Texas, we host a lot of these very, very generous American hunting families who make great donations to these very important charities. So uh, my hunting season is a about 300 days a year now so we keep pretty busy but i try to stay close to home man that's cool i'm jealous of that florida tag that you have because i think everybody's probably seen that picture of the 790 pound boar that the uh, florida wildlife officials had to go in and kill because it was living too close to humans yeah hello yeah. that's supposed to be an asset not a liability well uh, as a salute to the the uh, non-bureaucrats in the Florida Fish and Game, they finally admitted that they've uh, erred too much on the side of caution. And that with over 6,000 nuisance bear complaints over the last few years, they finally admitted that they have too many bears on given habitat, and they have to turn these precious, precious renewable resources into assets instead of liabilities. Hello! Yeah. Like they do their turkeys and their alligators and their deer and their waterfowl and their and their quail. I mean, so it's going to be a great bear season, but when you're able to get in on the first bear season like this in central Florida, I'm going with Paul Beard of Southern Outdoor Outfitters, 
and he's got some trail camera photos of what is directly attributable to the late coming on for a illegal bear season. That is old, old monster big black bears and, and a bunch of reds and golds and uh, and cinnamon color phase bears too so i'm i'm pretty excited I'm, i feel that rug stakes are imminent cable that's what i believe awesome yeah and i've always heard that the bears down here in the southern part of the country tend to get a little bit bigger than say the bears up north like in alberta where i hunted back in may uh, because the bears in the southern part of the country don't hibernate so they're feeding year-round that's right, and because, and again, just a little Uncle Ted's Science 101 update, when we have legal bear seasons, especially the, the intelligent and responsible bear seasons of using bait and hounds, having the choice to use these methodologies that give you the opportunity to best identify the animals, their, their, their gender and their, uh, their, their age, uh, we take the older males, which that reduces the pressure on the females and the cubs to be run out of the prime wilderness-type habitat into suburban areas, which causes all the problems. So uh, it, it, we need to make sure that wherever there are legal bear seasons, there's a bunch of states that don't allow hound hunting or baiting, like Colorado, but they take our tax dollars cable and they hire USDA hunters to go in and kill the surplus bears and cougars using the same methodologies that we the people are forbidden to use. I oh, mean, yeah. this is such political correct dishonesty and such bureaucratic nonsense, I believe criminality, because the king doesn't own the deer. We the people own the deer and the bears and the alligators. So we've got to get uh, these bureaucrats to wake up and become more responsible. And wherever you have a, a surplus bear population, which Florida admits they have, and all across North America there's increasing bear numbers, there's more black bear in North America than ever in recorded history, we've got to get places like, and I, I, don't, I don't know specifically, I don't think you're allowed to use bait in Wyoming, and if I'm mistaken, I apologize for this, but there are some states where you're not allowed to use bait or hounds, like Colorado, where they're not harvesting an adequate and a responsible number of bears, and so the older males continue to live, run the female and cubs down into suburban areas and then the bureaucrats come in with our tax dollars and kill the bears and bury them in a hole in the ground i mean talking about political correct criminality we need to fight to, to upgrade these laws so that the wildlife populations are best managed with the proven methodologies that benefit the healthy wildlife populations and the family hours of recreation. Hello? Oh, yeah. And we've seen it in California with the mountain lion. Now they pay people, to get, you know, government employees to go in there and kill excess lions when they had that sustainable resource that was putting money. And they, and they bury them in a hole in the ground yeah. cable. That is criminal. The government of California, their wildlife agency, is criminal in their defiance of Science 101 and our responsibility for putting the wildlife resources in the asset column. They take these bears and these mountain lions and they use tax dollars to kill them and then they bury them in a hole in the ground. All this precious meat, the claws, the fangs, the skulls, this beautiful hide, they waste it. That's a crime. Case closed. There is no doubt in my mind. And Ted, you know, you say what you feel, you make no apologies about it, and that's the way you've always been. That has led to an incredible social media reach. I mean, you're breaking records. You got your message out there to over 30 million people in the last week. 
Um, and, you know, you've commented a lot on this African lion situation. You've harvested them before. Uh, and I was talking to our mutual friend, Razor Dobbs, this week, just uh, as friends. And we spoke for almost an hour on this issue. And Razor really shed some light on the way that things actually operate in Africa. Uh, the natives, they get a piece of the pie. They get financial backing and they get red meat, natural protein. And they have an agreement with the PHs not to go in and poach, not to kill excess animals, take away hunting, and all of that goes out the window. And you know who loses? The wildlife. Because there will be no restrictions put in place on that point, and the animals will disappear. Yeah, it's amazing. The the dumbing down of America is so embarrassing. The 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 engineered and welcomed ignorance that exists in this country that is personified by the dishonesty regarding this lion from Zimbabwe. It's just criminal. It's just um, putrid, the irresponsibility that takes place. Yes, where you have hunting, you have healthy, thriving wildlife populations because they're valuable. And you and the hunters' dollars pay for the game departments and the wardens and the telemetry and the jeeps and the helicopters and the anti-poaching squads. Conversely, and you know, you can hear that I'm grinning broadly as I say this because it's so insane, you gotta laugh where these liars, these animal rights freaks, these soulless nature haters, where they succeed in banning hunting, the wildlife ends up being destroyed because it's not worth anything, and no anti-hunters have ever paid for anti-poaching squads and radio telemetry equipment and jeeps and game wardens. I mean, you, it's like Planet of the Apes meets the Cuckoo's Nest. Alfred E. Newman, what me worry is in charge, and it's just a disaster. So my point, Cable, is my fellow hunters out there, people that know the truth about sustained yield wildlife management success, that know about the science 101 of carrying capacity of specific habitats globally. You've got to call your elected employees, even in Texas where we really have it good. We've got to call our elected employees and tell them when you ban the importation of elephants and leopards and lions, you doom the wildlife to absolute slaughter, because unless you welcome the foreign hunters' dollars to pay for game departments and, and game wardens, when that goes away, the poachers have the run of the place, and they don't believe in bag limits or seasons or sustained yield or any responsible wildlife management. And in every instance where you have legal hunting, the wildlife thrives. Where you ban legal hunting, the wildlife is wiped out. You have to choose one. And if you choose anti-hunting, damn you. You are a soulless, politically correct liar. And we will fight with everything we have to make sure that wildlife management is paid for the hunters, fishermen, and trapping families of this nation and around the world, that we will continue this unbelievable, unprecedented, glorious success story of thriving, healthy wildlife populations, both game and non-game, where we know that the truth 
dictates policy, not the political correct lie of the animal rights freaks. So this this Cecil Lyon debacle is just one of the most embarrassing chapters in human history, where we don't, where the people who claim that lions' lives matter, but only if they have a name. All those other thousands and thousands of wildlife animals that are utilized and, and, and cherished for the protein and the, and the revenues and the tourism and the management and the healthy, thriving conditions. None of those animals matter for one reason and one reason only, Cable, because they didn't have a name. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on these people. That is so soulless, so irresponsible, so disrespectful to these precious, magnificent wildlife species. By the way... A lion is a magnificent animal. He is a beloved animal. So is a mallard. So is a deer. So is an elk. So is a zebra. So is a giraffe. How dare these liars identify one animal as a magnificent animal, but none of the others are magnificent because it, they didn't have a name. Shame on them. Well, and let me ask you this, Ted, because this is you know, and, and I see a lot of this on social media too. It's the people who claim to be sportsmen and hunters out there. And I guarantee you there's some of them listening to us this morning and hopefully they will get this message, but it's those people who will bag on, you know, rag on, uh, someone for killing a lion or, a, Oh my God, someone kills a giraffe. That's like, Oh, why would you shoot a poor defenseless giraffe? You know what? Shut the hell up. Support your fellow hunters because we're all in this together. And at the end of the day, our strength is in numbers. You know, high fence, low fence, no fence. You and I both know that doesn't matter. Hunt legally, hunt ethically, but let's stop beating each other up because we have an enemy. And our only way that we're going to get through this is if we stand united as well. Well, it's like uh, the politics that have gone berserk in this country. You know, I expect indecency. I expect dishonesty. Harry Reid, who admitted he lied on the House floor about Mitt Romney. I expect abuse of power, Nancy Pelosi. You don't have to read this. You need to sign it to find out what's in it. I expect criminality, Eric Gunrunning Holder. I expect abuse of power, President Obama. You can keep your doctor if you like your doctor, and there's not a smidgen of evidence that the IRS is abusing its power. Cable? You've got to be kidding me. I expect that indecency, that criminality, that abuse of power and corruption from liberal Democrats. But the worst of the worst, I expect city-fied, brain-dead dopers to be anti-hunting. But when I see anti-hunting nonsense, when I see the cannibalism in our own sport, when they actually think that somehow sustained yield and habitat carrying capacity doesn't apply to a giraffe, <laughs> that, that somehow a zebra isn't like a deer, and that the flesh on a kudu isn't the same as that on an elk. So the real punks, the real soulless, dishonest, politically correct punks in this country are hunters who attack fellow hunters for killing a giraffe or killing a lion or killing an elephant, that somehow those wildlife species don't demand the same science as their preferred deer and elk and moose and antelope. Or God, God forbid a wolf. It's un I got to tell you, 
the, the dumbest people in this world are the inbred and the cannibals in our own sport who pick and choose what animals have to live by their science. So, once again, I know it's a lunatic fringe, and I know that we're surrounded by blood brothers, and I know that the vast majority of hunting families in this country are educated on the basic wildlife science 101. But we need to, when we confront these people in our hunting camps, and around our hunting campfires, and at our barbecues, and at work, and church, and school, who come out and attack a hunter for killing a giraffe, like somehow habitat carrying capacity doesn't apply to pretty animals or or <laughs> or, or, or cartoon type animals. We need to confront them and say, "Cut it out! It's science." It's wildlife science, and we must all support, celebrate, and promote the perfection of sustained yield, habitat-carrying capacity, wildlife value through utility. Thanksgiving is celebrated in Africa when these native peoples get the cherished flesh the, the, the essential and critical protein from a giraffe, an elephant, a lion, a cape buffalo, a zebra, a kudu, a gemsbok, an inyala, an impala, a warthog. An elephant is a deer. A lion is an elk. They're renewable wildlife resources that have to have the exact same management, regardless of how cute you might think they are. And here's a little Uncle Ted alert. The, cr- the cuter the critter, the sweeter the meat. Please <laughs> close. Awesome. Well, Ted, you've been great today, man, as always. Uh, one other thing I want to mention, you're playing the Charlie Daniels Band Jam in Nashville coming up next weekend, a great charity event that you're going to be a part of. That's right. Well, what a great, great, another rhythm and blues rock and roll celebration. Uh, Charlie Daniels has always held on this wonderful charity for the military families uh, called the Volunteer Jam, and it happens in Nashville with some of the greatest talents in the world, and I'm honored once again to join Charlie and his band. I got my boys coming, and we're going to be rock and roll. That'll represent my 6,516th concert. Wow. <laughs> so in between hunting seasons, yeah, my, my guitars do not gently weep, but I want to thank you, Cable, and everybody out there for uh, helping me set a, a record on Facebook with 33 million Facebookers where truth, logic, common sense, goodwill and decency, the American way, and wildlife biology 101 is alive and well. So if people really want to help crush the enemy in this culture war, please come to my website, tednugent.com, and my Facebook page, 33 million people cable. This is a great opportunity to get the truth about this perfect hands-on conservation lifestyle across to many, many millions of people who will not get it from school or the media or the government. And again, Cable, thank you to everybody out there on behalf of Shemaine and my family and I for making Ted Nugent's Spirit of the Wild the number one hunting show in the history of hunting shows again this year. God bless you all. We, we understand why we're number one, because we don't play games, we don't apologize, we don't defend squat, we celebrate and we promote the perfection of hunting, fishing, and trapping every week on Spirit of the Wild on Outdoor Channel. So thank you, everybody, for that. Rock on, Ted. We appreciate it. All right. Godspeed, Cable. Good hunting. Barbecue like you mean it. We'll do it, brother. Take care. Thanks. (laughs) There he goes. 
Let me tell you, there isn't uh, one drop of sugarcoating anything when Uncle Ted joins the show. And for that reason, I do need to say the opinions expressed in that interview, both from Ted and myself, are our opinions only and not those of the radio station that you are tuned into today. So uh, that being said, I hope that you all enjoyed this week's broadcast. We are out of time. Got to get out of here. So thanks to Uncle Ted, as well as Texas Deer Association President Chase Clark, also Army Bass Anglers founder Cody Robertson, and of course Dallas Safari Club Executive Director and Super Slammer Ben Carter. Um, We will do it again, same time, same place next week. Razor Dobbs will be here in addition to fly fishing expert Tom Rosenbauer from Orvis. Uh, So you'll want to tune in for that. And uh, I do want to thank all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of Dallas Safari Club's Lone Star Outdoor Show. Until next time, I'm Cable Smith saying, y'all have a great week in the outdoors. Gotta go now, baby. If I hurry, I can still make Cheyenne. LSC Trailer Sales offers a full line of utility trailers from small single axle trailers to heavy equipment trailers, ATV trailers, car haulers, landscape trailers, cargo trailers, truck beds, and more. They can special order a custom trailer to fit your needs and have the ability to customize standard models in-house. LSC Trailer Sales is here to assist you with any questions that you have about trailers. Call 940-566-1133 or visit lsctrailersales.com. That's lsctrailersales.com.